Welcome everyone to the film supplement of my life. My name is Brennan, and joining me tonight is Nicole. Hola. And tonight we're doing men. Men, men, men. men Two and a half men. men. Two and a half men. No, just single men. Or single, singular men. Uh, we're doing Alex Garland's third feature film, Men. It is in theaters now. Uh, we've done both of his other movies on the show before, Ex Machina and Annihilation. Uh, which everyone liked on here, except Mama Kay didn't like Annihilation because she's got bad taste, I guess. She's I don't a, know. No other. a weenie. She's a, she's a weenie. Everyone everyone else likes all of his other movies on our show. Um, and this is his third one. He also did a sh- uh, series called Devs, which uh, I watched on... I think it's, it's on FX, but it's on Hulu, so you can watch it through Hulu. Um, that show is also very good. Also his sci-fi mind-bending style. Uh, so, uh, did you know anything about this movie going in? I know we saw a trailer or two, maybe? Um, I didn't see a single thing about it, so. You didn't see any of the trailers? No, I don't really watch movies anymore. Uh, well, this, uh, (laughs) this is what happens in men. In the aftermath of a personal tragedy, Harper, played by Jesse Buckley, retreats alone to the beautiful English countryside, hoping to have found a place to heal, but someone or something from the surrounding woods appears to be stalking her. What begins as simmering dread becomes a fully formed nightmare inhabited by her darkest memories and fears. So, this is starring only a few people. Jesse Buckley as Harper, Rory Kinnear as uh, Gregory, and other characters. And then Papa Sidhu is her, uh, I guess, uh, Ex, ex-husband, widowed, widowed husband. What's that? What's that word? Dead, dead husband. Uh, dead husband, James. Oh. Um, I, there's like a there's like a word for it. Late, late husband. There it is. Oh I was my doing, gosh! I think I did this the other day too. Uh, late husband, James, and uh, there's the girl who's on her phone. Uh, Gail Rankin plays the the her friend on the phone. Um, and that's that's everybody. There are other characters, but those are all the those are all the actors in here. Uh, if you haven't seen Men, it's, you know, I gave that little premise, but it's uh, mind-bendy, it's thriller, horror, A24 horror, so like slow slow burn, uh, some body horror kind of stuff. Unnecessarily getting... symbolic. Lots of sim- lots of symbols. Yeah, this is one of his more um, metaphorical movies. Uh, probably his most metaphorical movie, I'd say. Ex Machina is pretty grounded, and Annihilation until the end is pretty grounded. The end is uh, go, goes to goes to places, but uh, this is a little more uh, heady, experimental. I don't really know what you want to call it, but it's got a seventy-five on Rotten Tomatoes, a forty-four audience score. So very oh. polarizing with audiences. I've been reading a lot of reviews on this, so we could talk about those perspectives and. Uh, where we fall on that. Um, but if you haven't seen it, theaters is the place to go. And uh, we're going to spoil it now. So Harper decides uh, to spend a holiday in the small village uh, in this like this very nice uh, cottage house mansion thing. I don't know what you would call it. But it's, it's, it's large, it's old, it's Britishy, y um, And it's in a small village. And her, the person who is in charge of the of the the premises is this guy Jeffrey uh, and Jeffrey takes her around shows her the place um, we see flashbacks in the beginning and kind of throughout of her arguments with her late husband James uh, and the arguments they got into about their relationship and uh, 
his perspective and her perspective. Um, and you know, Harper's having kind of a quiet time in this house. And then creepy, weird, bad things start to happen when she goes on a walk into like a tunnel. And that's where it begins when this man chases her out of the tunnel. And then the movie continues with her introduction to a couple more of the townspeople. Um, we're in spoilers. They're all played by Rory Kinnear, which I wasn't expecting and didn't fully even really understand until at one point Nicole pointed out, that child is not a child. That is a man's face <laughs> on a child. And I'm like, I thought it was just a weird looking dude. I didn't even realize that it was supposed to be uh, a man on a child's face. But uh, yeah, all the all the other men are played by the same guy who plays the guy who rents her the, the flat or whatever. So all of these different townsfolk kind of converge on her and then it becomes this the whole second half is like just like surrealist body horror stuff um i can't really give much more detail than that because that's basically what the what the what the bones are so nicole what'd you think of men um why don't you tell me what you think first because i asked you <laughs> okay <laughs> um <laughs> yes well um, I think we both tend to usually more of, uh, enjoy than not enjoy A24 films. Um, I like when there is some form of deeper intuitive meaning towards their, their movies in particular. And I don't know if that's the director or more the studio kind of gravitating towards those type of films or what but or if they're just in cahoots i don't know but i i like them um i think the most recent one we saw was the lamb one right yeah lamb we did somewhat recently and we both uh (laughs) there were there were parts we liked but not really related (laughs) to the actual movie the movie itself was not great (laughs) yeah i mean it's those little things that we're when we're the only ones laughing in the theater uh and nobody else is laughing that's the kind of stuff that i like the most from them um but this i didn't i didn't know about this movie i haven't seen anything about it so um it started off easy enough enjoyable to see this beautiful uh mini castle it seemed or something i don't know what it was either but um we already we start off very very quickly. I think the first scene has our first touch of what this movie will entail with um, our our leading lady here biting into an apple um, off the tree in the front yard. So mm-hmm. um, I think that kind of sets us up for what we are to expect for the rest. Um, I don't know if that was really my favorite though that they gave us something so quickly. Um, I don't. I don't really want it to be that obvious, I guess. Um, <laughs> we'll get we'll get into the obvious a little later on, but um, <laughs> we'll get into we'll get into what that truly stood for, I suppose. But um, the setup is is interesting. We we know that she is away from her normal day to day life to kind of cope with this. Um, devastating loss um for her her, not only her husband but just herself of what she went through and and things that they explain later but just i guess to just take some time away and i like the setup of that um very fearless 
as she is to just go kind of wander around herself in this area that she doesn't know. And I got a little bit of creep vibes, but not, not too much from the guy that's the, I guess he's like an Airbnb host or whatever. Um, <laughs> Jeffrey. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I thought he was okay in the beginning. He felt, felt pretty genuine. And every time he kind of took that step into He's about to be a creep. It kind of just dialed back in as, oh, he's just jolly or whatever. So I I think he did a great job of portraying the man that was the caretaker of this home in the beginning. And that set us up for a, a nice ride for a while. Once we start getting into the kookiness of everything and the first scene, scene um sighting rather of the the naked man and things like that and then uh getting into the church some deeper symbolisms in that church and that creepy fucking child that's got a man's face um (laughs) it just starts it's we start to go downhill a little bit uh and what i mean by that is one i don't know if i'm enjoying it as much at this time because i don't really want it to be scared but that was just i I think that was just personal preference i i didn't mind it as we talk about it more but i i wanted it to be i was i felt kind of scared i don't know (laughs) i mean it's a horror Um, movie that's what you're supposed to yeah yeah i i i like the suspense i like this i like the not knowing what's going on but do i want it to be scary Uh, i feel like there's a fine line between the scary and the suspense sometimes um that doesn't yeah. need to be crossed a24 but, sticks to suspense and thriller more than traditional yeah horror horror and the, the end is straight up body horror like it's yeah it's not it's not scary as much as it is um grotesque grotesque and un un um expected unexpected <laughs> uh so with that being said i i did like the beginning um, I think we get a little bit mushy in the middle with, um, not mushy as much as jumbled with the um, frantic call to the friend and the power going out and whatnot on the phone. Mm-hmm. Uh, I know I'm just I know I'm just explaining random instances, but um, all of that is to say that. I I I I liked it generally, um, but there's some things that weren't my taste. But I'm curious to see what you think, and you know, curious to see how our opinions may change as we go into it a little more. I had to really sit on this one a while because it's been a couple of days since we saw this, and we I don't I don't think I would have been able to talk about it right off the bat. Um, I because I didn't know I didn't know I wasn't sure on this one. Um. I think after thinking on it, it's it's definitely his worst movie. Not that that's saying that's like a huge mark because I think Annihilation is like a top twenty five movie of all time for me, and Ex Machina is at least a four star movie. So this is this is the worst out of the three. Um, I think it's still good. I still like more that I don't like. Um, there's just not so so the, the begin. The, I like the whole beginning setup with Jeffrey in the house. I like, um, I really like her walk, like the walk, where she goes on the walk and she goes down the path, she goes in the tunnel and she does the, oh, which is what, that's what happens in the trailer. That's the big part of the trailer is that little, the 
part. Um, the echoing? Yeah, the echoing and her building on the echoing. And then the whole time, you like, it's it, like it's the really well done suspense building because you don't see a lot. You get shots of like the water and of the walls. And like, I, I, you were squeezing my hand. You were just, you were like, is this a horror movie? I didn't know this is a horror movie. And you're just waiting for the thing to happen because you know something's going to happen. Yeah. And when it does, it's not like a jump scare. It's just in the distance, you see just like a guy hobble out. And then he just starts kind of running towards you, but there's no like crazy music. He just kind of starts going. And then, so she has to kind of like slowly back up and then starts to actually walk away faster. Then she starts running away. And then she, the, she gets to like the end and she's like, doesn't know if she, I like her like false dilemma. She's like, oh no, there's like a wall with a door. Do I go in or do I turn back? And then she's like, what do I do? I can just climb up the side. Why, why do I have to, why would I go do one of these things? Um, and then she's in like the abandoned village and she takes the picture and just when she thinks she's fine, that's when we see the naked guy in the picture and he's right there still. And then she runs back to the house. That whole part is like some like really good suspense tension building. I liked all that. Uh, when she's in the house talking to the friend and we see the guy on the outside and he's just kind of around, like he's just right at, right out of the frame of every shot. And we know he's there and she doesn't know yet. And then she sees him, and then the cops come, and I'm like, oh, he's like a real guy? I thought this was like some sort of like, oh, he's like a something. Like, like apparition. Oh. Yeah, exactly. I thought he was like some sort of monster or creature or thing that would like disappear when people would show up, but no, he's, they're just like, ah, he's just some crazy guy who lives down there, and we're gonna, we captured him. And I'm like, okay, all right. Uh, all right, so that's not, that's we're not being stalked by this guy the whole movie. That's fine. Then she goes into town and like talks to, uh, she talks to, what's the guy, the vicar? And the creepy boy, and she goes to the, the, she talks to the policeman, and then she's at the bar, and all that stuff's kind of like, I get the scenes where we're building, we're getting the build that, oh, look at all the interactions she has with all these men. They're all gross and mean to her and in their own special way, but they're all kind of dismissive or uh, predatory or just, just gross, icky, bad in some way or another. And that's like the point. Uh, I get it. Um, but it's not like particularly like, Oh, I never thought of that before. Like, oh, like how, like, it doesn't, it doesn't, it feels kind of hollow. And then the end is when she goes in the house and all the people start coming at her. And parts of, parts of that work okay. Like the beginning is good where like the, the lights, the first lights start flickering and Jeffrey comes and then he like disappears all of a sudden. Um, and like at this point, we still aren't sure about Jeffrey. We're still kind of like, oh, Jeffrey, he's not that bad. Like he's kind of, he's you know, he's trying to kind of white knight it. He's trying to like, oh, I'm going to be the big strong man and save you, but he's clearly inept. Um, and then all the other bad apparition guys start coming out, and then then the hand hand arm split. It's uh, it looks like when you like cut a hot dog in half and you put it in the frying pan. You do that, uh, you cook it in the frying pan. That's what it looked like to me because it was all like, like split and all the way down the middle. Um, and so like every, from the rest of the movie until we get the Russian, the Russian stacking doll scene, uh, the whole, the rest of the movie, (laughs) (laughs) the rest of the movie is the, uh, is different of the different men with the split hand and the broken ankle, just like her husband when he, she, he fell off the balcony and got caught and his arm got caught in the fence and his ankle broke. They're all doing different horrible things to her, you know, different, different assaulty, verbally abusive, physically, sexually abusive things to her as she tries to fight her way out or escape or whatever. Um, and then Russian stacking doll scene where 
we'll talk about that at the end, I guess. Uh, so there was stuff I liked in here, but it also feels like after all said and done, I'm like, I, what, not a lot. I didn't like get a lot out of it. Like I didn't feel like I was like, oh wow, I really feel like I, I, I don't know how much I took away That's from interesting. it. That's interesting. You just said that because my next comment to you would have been, I felt like the ending is really rich and too almost too much, too unpalatable because the whole ending or just the stacking doll ending. The having to think about how all of these things intertwine into this this story, it's a lot. So at what the end, each thing is at the end. We, you, and I, and I think I think I said you started saying it, and I started saying it that you you, you saw a lot of biblical stuff in here, starting with the apple. Going I mean, it through. started in the in the very beginning, yeah. Right, and then Father, Son, Holy Ghost. We were talking about the different the. Oh, we're just going to jump into the symbolism. Well, I mean, I think it, I think the it middle stuff is kind of hard part to part of the discussion after we get through all the nonsense of the beginning because that that's what this whole movie was is about is this story and it's so obvious from the beginning what it's going to be and uh little pieces trickle in and and there's there's so much that they added to it to to get that story across. That it feels like okay, you're really jamming this in in my down my throat. Like we, we every everywhere that you turn, at a certain point, we get something with that with those references. I'm like, this is a lot. See, that's what I thought too when I was watching it. I'm like, this especially when it starts with such a- obvious take. A- woman takes apple, bites of tree. Guy says, don't do that. And the rest of the movie is her getting harassed to death by men. I'm like, well, that's the most obvious thing ever. I've been reading reviews, and obviously it's been very polarizing. And the people... I haven't seen anyone else make a biblical connection. Anyone. That's that's so crazy to me. Like, they have different things about, like, basically this is a... The the answer to uh, when when uh, a, a woman will say like oh like men are blah 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 and then some men will go well not all men and then this movie is basically saying yes all men with the trickle doll oh. scene I think with the stacking I, doll yeah scene. I can I can see that but, but I think that's just one of the things because I think the other thing that you and I picked up on was like it's just it's full of religious shit like that's why well, I, I yeah. compared it to Darren Aronofsky's uh, mother I'm like this is well, Alex absolutely. Garland's mother. It, it's absolutely like that. I mean, uh, we can we can pinpoint at least fifteen different things. That I assumed, and that was actually something I was going to ask you in your research. I mean, if we're if we're discussing this as what the symbolism is at the end, I, I'm shocked that there's other um, uh, interpretations. What the hell am I trying to say? What other interpretations? Yeah, uh, yeah, other reviewers that. Don't spe- that don't say anything about that. I, I, mean, I, I saw a few things on the apple biting, but no Father, Son, Holy Ghost thing that you brought that's, up. That's and I the thought- first thing that I thought of. I mean, they've got an actual father at the church. Yeah. We've got the small child there, which is the son. And the, the guy Holy that lives in the Spirit woods. is the... Well, he's more, to me, like Mother Nature... And he's growing a tree out of him. Oh, uh, that's and true. He, he's got like shit growing out of his head. The or and, like he like attaches it. 
Yeah, and he's he's the, he's the the earth growing with this religion growing with it type of thing and bringing it in. Is that the is that where it all started with the with the earth or is it with the man and woman, Adam and Eve and the forbidden fruit and who is the husband here? Is Jeffrey God and he is giving her this piece of of land to be on is the the husband Adam or is the other guy Adam like all these things were like racing through my head while we're watching this and at the end with our little dandelion semen that's whooshed in her fucking face yeah and yeah. <laughs> becomes the symbolism for her is her friend who shows up at the end fucking nine months pregnant with our oh, yeah. um, immaculate conception. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I'm like, how fucking much more? The dead crow has to fucking be something. I don't know. I, 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 I'm, I'm shocked that nobody else made these connections or if I'm looking into it too much or if it's so obvious, it doesn't need to be said. I, but that's the thing is like people people who review will review anything and like I, I'm sure I'm sure there are I, I only read I probably read like two dozen reviews of the more popular ones this just doesn't come up hardly at all like not 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 no the biblical any biblical ties were little to few, few to none when I what I what I was reading uh, everyone was focusing in on the men on the men not all men kind of thing um, and that and then in the further expanse that her character she doesn't have much of a character she's more of just a vehicle for abuse which is a criticism on her character because like we don't really know much about her as a personality or like what she does or what she likes we don't know what she do we know what she did for a profession even like we don't really know anything about her she's just like a vehicle for abuse but i think it's because it's more like mother and that everything here is more allegory than than actual things happening that i mean that's that's absolutely could be taken from those reviews and put into that man is the all seeing being or whatever and and you know yeah. that's the women have can only do something because a man is around and can only be pregnant because of a man and getting into things of of you know what women shouldn't be able to do or whatever like i get all that too i'm just like that's why I'm. That's why I I give it the 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 review of being too rich. Like it's so it's so overwhelmingly stabbed into my fucking eyeballs while I'm watching this <laughs> that I feel like I'm I'm not enjoying it as just a scary movie. Sometimes, like I said earlier, sometimes I don't want the symbolism so jabbed at me, like. I'd rather interpret it myself. And maybe that's what I'm doing and, and, and us, you know, talking about it after. Um, there was an older man that walked out of the theater with us. And oh, said, that guy. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> that was really strange. Um, I'm going to have to go home and read up on that one. <laughs> like, what did that guy get out of this? Like, did yeah, he I, see I, this? Or I very did much he just wonder. see a bunch of men giving birth? <laughs> Well, it's the thing is, like, this came out the same night as Downton Abbey came out, and every, like, old couple I saw in there, I'm like, oh, no, did Downton Abbey sell out? And they're like, well, what else is playing Herb? Oh, men, that's new. I haven't heard of it. Let's go see. <laughs> and then they fucking watch this movie, and I'm just like, oh, their poor little old hearts are going to stop. They're going to they, fucking pass out. They yeah. don't know what's happening. <laughs> uh, 
But I was about to ask you, like, because I, I think Mother is the most apt comparison of a movie I could think of, because it's it's a woman alone in the house, full of Bible stuff, full of Isn't people coming in. Isn't it funny that we in. love that so much, though? Yeah, well, so that's what I wanted to ask you, is why do we love Mother so... We both love Mother. It's a, like, four and a half, five-star movie. But this is, like, it's... I, again, I don't want to say it's bad, because it's still... I think it's still, like, a three-ish star movie when all said and done. But, well, like... Why is this so lesser? So much lesser? Is it just because we have? It's because we're comparing it to that. Is it because it could? It could be that. I think there's actually a few factors towards it. We may have a bit of a bias because we saw that together for the first time on our first date, and we like yes. That. But regardless, but I, think, I still of think I would have loved that movie regardless. <laughs> yeah, I, I know, I know. Just re- re- uh, regardless of that point, um, I think that when mother gave us the symbolism that it did the non-subtlety of it was so purposeful and i think that that gave it the 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 feeling of okay she's passing around a child and it's being worshipped there's no there's no getting around what that means. Yeah, and, and then they kill it and eat its body in ritual the, like yeah <laughs> like, yeah the, the story that's in place there brought to the modern times of their house getting destroyed and he's an author and he's looked up upon and the cycle starting again blah 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 not to ruin that movie for anyone if they don't know it but um that is an obvious interpretation of this what i feel is the same thing about men and men gave us tried to give us something a little more obvious with the with the husband and wife, she can't do anything right. She's there to appease him. And I see where other people are coming in with, with the gaslighting and, and things like that from the, from the husband. Yeah. Um, I think their scenes together are actually pretty good when it's them flashbacks. Yeah, because she, that she actually stuck up for herself and, and said what she needed to say. And I was so grateful that they did that and she didn't just sit there and cry and say you're right i'm sorry she fucking stood up for herself and that was great about that um but when we get into it more that that part of the movie does not correlate with the rest what is the what is the reason for that why is she so bold and able to talk back to her husband but she can't escape these beings that are wretched things she does stand up to him pretty well though like she doesn't really back down to the creatures too much like she stabs the what the vicar when the vicar has her pinned up to the wall and when the trickle doll thing's happening she actually (laughs) we put it out she gets like bored she looks she's like after the fourth (laughs) one is born she just kind of walks away like she just kind of walks to the house like all right like like i I, that that was one of those uh a24 horror moments where like i was laughing i was like oh my god (laughs) like even like the character is like over what's happening right now um but like I think she's a pretty strong through and through. She does she fight, she fights back like when the when she's sitting down with the vicar and the um and she's like she's like oh what's troubling you and they go over that and then at the end he's like you feel guilty because it's your fault that he died you know if you just listened to him and then she's like fuck you and then leaves <laughs> like I, I, and same thing at the bar when the when the bartender's be, being creepy and like people are bothering her and people are giving her bad looks she leaves she's like I'm not dealing with this. Yeah. 
Yeah, I think she. I think she's. I think she's a better. But I, if back to the husband and how that ties in, I think husbands like if we're doing still doing biblical stuff, Adam and Eve. In that story, Eve steal, takes the apple, which we see her do in this, and, and the snake is the one who convinces her. That's not really in this one, but um, the God blames Ad, Eve for this. Nothing's Adam's fault, and they both get kicked out. And so, like in this, like reimagining, Adam is gaslighting Eve for like saying, like, "Oh, if you leave me, I'm gonna kill myself, and that's your fault." Like, because it's not my fault that I'm gonna kill myself. It's your fault because you leave me. Like, yeah. so it's like reimagining, like this whole like, uh, oh, like it's Eve's fault in the thing because she stole the apple. Well, we don't know the inner workings of the relationship between Adam and Eve on the day to day basis. So maybe, maybe the and that's why the vicar's like, "Oh, you feel guilt because it's your fault." But well, no, it's well, not not her fault. The husband fucking whether he jumped or fell or whatever happened to him because we don't even fully know, and that does weigh heavy on her mind. But like, it's not her fault that he died. I mean, if I'm being honest about the whole, what could this movie mean? Uh, I don't want to be canceled from life for this, but if anybody feels differently, yeah, I think we'll be the, okay. The story that the reviewers that you read are grasping onto, and the story that I'm seeing have have some crossover so i can't see it being out of the blue that i would think this um or that one that one theory doesn't correlate with the other of people finding men to just want to tear down and emotionally and physically abuse a woman doesn't really come far off from what i was thinking (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> to come thinking to the what the what the point of the movie was or what like real life is like what do you mean <laughs> uh both <laughs> oh, okay <laughs> but you said to... but you even said you were like oh but you, I, but like you like jeffrey until jeffrey's not good anymore but i did like, but that's the point of the movie is that even even the 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 the, the, the weird but seemingly non-threatening jeffrey is also terrible is all is yeah. like he's part of the the, the, the stacking doll creature that's hilarious um, yeah so stacking doll creature we haven't talked about it basically the, the the naked man gives birth like literal birth like he becomes rapidly pregnant and he tears and like he tears a vagina and births young the young boy with the creepy face and then he takes a few steps same thing births the vicar and they keep doing it all the way to the they do it four or five times all the way to uh, the deceased uh, boyfriend, husband, mm-hmm. um, and it's each each new birth is a new like some come out of the forehead, some come. I don't know yeah, if that's got some sort of deeper thing. Maybe I don't. I'm not super into looking into that. I think we're fucking reading into this way too much too. I don't. I don't. I don't know. Why is you, it all different every time? I, that's like, like I don't know. Maybe there's a reason. Maybe there's not. But like again, we we read into this more than or differently anyway than most <laughs> other people. Most of the people just thought I. Most other one of the more popular reviews I, th- I read was basically men men bad. Do you get it? Men bad. Do you get it? And then like over and over <laughs> again. And that was a woman who posted that. I'm like, yeah. Well, like I could see how you would take that as a thing if you weren't looking at anything else. But like. Yeah, I think there's more going on here than giving credit. I think it's just like kind of messy and honestly not super interesting. Like the, the middle part isn't very 
it doesn't tell me anything I don't know. Like these interactions don't seem shocking to me. I've seen this before. I I, I am a man. Well, that's who knows why we men. like Mother like, more I, because we've seen it before. I get. I guess. I don't know. But like like so the scenes that worked for me the most were like her arguing with James, like because that was good relationship drama. That like rang really true. I like his. I like the way he shoots stuff. I like that the scene was kind of in sunset and the room was in shadow. I like all of the Kate the cave on her walk stuff. I think that's just a really good suspense building. The house tour is good. I think even the device with her talking on the phone to her friend and the creepy guy in the background and sometimes the phone cuts out and we see like a weird image on the phone. I didn't that's care like, for that. I didn't get it. You didn't like any of that. See, all that's that stuff is a little more like the devil or something. I don't Look, really we're know. We're making shit up now. I'm just making shit up. I think yeah. I think we're that, that, starting to uh, overreach our grasp. On but the, why? That, why is it there? Is it just but, supposed to be part of the scary? Is it supposed to be part of the scary? <laughs> <laughs> it's part of the scary. Um, the horror. <laughs> uh, well, I mean, like, because I, I don't really take anything that happened like real. That's why the part that sits with me weirdest is that. They arrest the guy, they arrest the naked man, and then later on they're like, release him, because they're like, oh, what are we going to do? We can't hold him there forever. Like, I get Yeah, the guy had fucking thorns growing out of his arms, but you decided he's fine. Well, I get the commentary of, like, we don't, like, you know, we don't treat the homeless or the ill, or the cops are, like, lackluster and they're enforcing, and they don't actually care about the public, or we don't believe women when they say they're stalking, because they're trying to be like, well, did he, well, did you do this, and this, and this, and like... The dude is stalking me. Like, I can't... What do you want me to do? They're like, well, did you... You know, they, they try to put it back on her. I get all the, the little things you could be saying with that. Um, it just doesn't ring true because in this movie, I, I thought of it more... Even though the second half is kind of muddy, it's like... it's It feels like allegory. It feels like a fable. It feels like not something that's really happening. It feels like a, a larger-than-life story. So that's why, that's why when we try to make things kind of literal and, like, real, I'm like... Eh. I don't know. Like it doesn't. It, it doesn't all mesh together, right? Yeah, I mean, I I can feel that way. I feel like there's parts that are real serious, and there's parts that are just really goofy. And sometimes it's difficult for me to find that blend. But yeah, you know. <laughs> the goofy. The goofy was when she when the fourth birth happens and she just walks away. That's like that's the best. <laughs> And she goes and sits, that's the end, she goes and sits on the couch, James comes out and sits down next to her, still with the broken foot and the the split hand, and uh, she sits down next, he sits down next to her, and she says, uh, she asks, uh, what, what does she, what does he want from her, like, why is he still here bothering her, and he responds, he wants her love, and then she doesn't seem to be into that, and then later, as you said, Riley, the friend, arrives, she's pre- super pregnant, Follows the blood trail and finds Harper sitting in the backyard, and she's she's smiling. She seems fine, and we end on that. And I'm like, hmm, hmm, yeah. So, like the whole ending, I'm like, hmm, hmm. So what did we do this whole time? Like it, it was not a not a super strong ending for me. Uh, whereas Annihilation blew my socks out of the water across the room. Like I Put thought your it was socks a, out of the water. I blew my socks out of the water. Wow. Um, what do they call that when you blend two uh, two sayings together? Yeah. Um. Wait. Don't say another word till I find it. Leave this pause in the in the episode. Ah, I got it. 
Okay, go ahead. I'll cut it. Cut it in. <laughs> um, that's a that's a Malifor. Oh, a Malifor. Oh, okay. Wow. Good thing you knew that right off the top of your head. Um, yes, thank you. Of course. Uh, Malifor. Uh, so, uh, yeah, no, like, because Annihilation, I, I don't want to spoil what happens there, because I, I think I've said how much I love it, but I don't think I said what actually happens. That ending is amazing, and it doesn't work for everybody, but, like, for me, like, that's one of the best movies, ending movies, <laughs> movie endings I've seen, and it really works. Where this one, I'm I'm left pretty cold. I'm like, uh, I don't know. Like, what a... What did that add? What did what did that really add onto here? So um, that's I I didn't have a lot. I thought I'd have more to say on the middle parts. Really, I just wanted to talk about the meetings and stuff because as far as like what actually happened to the movie, not a whole lot actually happened. She goes to the house. She goes for a walk. Guy gets arrested. Goes to the town. All the men try to assault her, and then stacking doll, and then it ends. Like there's not really a whole lot else that actually happens in the movie. I, I agree. <laughs> I so don't have, uh, I don't think I have much more to say about it either because I'm just now reading too much into it and it's made me sick of it. Sick of it. All right. Well, and we're at the end here then. Uh, how sick of it? Do you recommend men? The movie. Not, not the uh, not the gender. Um, oh. Um, I don't think oh, I, <laughs> your answer changes. It, it didn't. I don't think in in good graces with anybody if I um, recommended this to them. I, I still this still gets a recommend for me because it's still interesting enough to watch and like there's still a lot of stuff I enjoyed in here like actually looked good. Um, I like a lot of the tense filmmaking parts. It just doesn't come together. It is kind of messy. But I, I think I'm also holding a comparison to his two other movies and his TV show, which are all so excellent and so great that like this is just a distant third movie, fourth if you count devs. Um, and then even his books, like he's a, he was a, a writer of books before he was a movie maker, and he wrote a lot of screenplays and like just most of his works surpass this but this is still interesting there's still stuff i like there's just um all his other movies are better mother is better um although apparently no one else saw the biblical stuff other than you and me so maybe maybe we're just incorrect yeah, in our so reading weird. maybe that was all by happenstance i'm like really i just can't believe that with the apple bite you start with the apple bite forbidden right. the dude says forbidden fruit the dude the the, the fucking gregory i'm like <laughs> or jeffrey whatever like uh, whatever um so one recommend, one not recommend for men, the film. Uh, so that's that's this polarizing. Even our reviews on it were mixed. So uh, if you have, uh, what else do we have? Uh, everything, everywhere, all at once. We finally saw, I saw, and Mama K, I saw it again. Mama K saw it. So we reviewed that. That'll be coming out soon. Um, and then we got other big stupid things like Downton Abbey and Top Gun Maverick and other things. I don't know. But if you have things to recommend to us when we have downtime, Films with the Women, films with the women in My Life on Facebook. Reach out to me on Instagram. I'm Brennan underscore pod host. And you can email the show, filmswiththewomen at gmail.com. Thank you for being on Men, Nicole. Thank you. Until next time, this is Brent signing off saying thanks for listening and enjoy your movies. Thanks for listening to Films with the Women in My Life. If you enjoyed being a listener in our life, please rate and subscribe on Apple Podcasts or on your favorite podcast app. 
Keep up with the latest from the show on Instagram at Brennan underscore Podhost, on Facebook at Films with the Women in My Life, and on Twitter at Films Women Pod. Finally, you can email the show with questions and suggestions at filmswiththewomen at gmail.com. Original music for the show was created by Ian Burke and Chris Iwanek. Original artwork created by Nicole Delesio. This show is produced by Brennan Snyder. Thank you again for listening and enjoy your movies. Thank <laughs> you.